It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer, with you. What's up? up? How you What's doing, up, buddy? What's up? Look What's at up? you, What's looking up? good What's today. Up? Thank you. Well, I got up and I worked out. And you, so it's I, always a good day when you get up and work out. You know how Deion Sanders used to be like, uh, look good, play good? I thought of one for me. You ready? <laughs> oh, God. You ready? Yes. Yeah. Eat good, tweet good. <laughs> you like that? I'm at my best when I'm eating healthy and working out. Eat good, tweet good. It's a lifestyle. Cool. I, I like that. It's good. Thanks. Yeah, Appreciate it. Eat good, tweet good. Also, uh, I mean, we have a lot of Eagle stuff to get into today, obviously, but um, I took a page out of your book and I've been writing down all my random yes! thoughts. And I have, I honestly think, four really good ones. I'm so excited, buddy. This is great. Yeah. See, yeah, I've got my list is like out of control now. So it, it's like a. It, I think it's one of the better things I've ever done in terms of like pod wise. Like, look, if I just scroll, it's good. Like, I mean, that one's really long. Wow, all this stuff it just keeps going. Well, if only we were doing daily pods. So I know. Well, I, w- I would run out of stuff again. I, 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 I really emptied the uh, emptied the notepad. Yeah, so it see. was basically just quotes from Zoe towards <laughs> yes, the end there, which were good, but which are good. Spoiler alert. No Zoe quotes today. Oh. So if you're just here for the Zoe quotes, not going to happen. Unless she has something to say about Matt Patricia, maybe yes, it's better. Yes, yes. She did last night, because uh, I told you we like let her sleep in our bed a couple days a week, because like, yeah. she's- Well, you go to bed at like Yeah, I go to bed. Well, now, it's easier so. now. It's like seven o'clock. And last night we are going to bed, and she, she goes, good night, everyone. And I, my <laughs> heart just melted. It's so cute. <laughs> that is cute. It was very cute. Uh, all right. Should we talk some birds? Get back yeah, to your notes. Do you like... want to start with a note and then get to the birds? What do you want to do? Yeah, I, mean, I think you, you just tease the note good, thing. I actually you can't a... like just, you know. I know. Okay. Shirk it. I think everyone's sitting there like, all right, we'll get to the Eagles. Give me some notes. All right. Okay. I wonder if people were really saying that. Here's, here's what else. <laughs> here's, all right, I'll start with this. Yes. I texted you this one, actually, but still, I think it's good for the pot. Okay. So the combine was last week. We'll talk about that. Risers, fallers, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. Free I don't agency really, yeah. first. Come yeah, on, free we'll get to first, the draft right. later. We, we're so, not at the draft yet, my friend. Here's, I think they should do this from now on. I think when they measure quarterbacks, they should only measure them up to their eyes. Yeah, you did text that, and I actually think it makes a point? lot of sense. What's the point yeah. of measuring from their eyes up? There, it's it's useless space. Like it, what's it matter? Like, it's a like good so, point. So Bryce Young is five ten or whatever it was, right? Maybe just little. Can maybe he has really long arm, really really long legs, so his eyes are higher than a traditional five ten person would be. Maybe someone that's five eleven has a bigger oh, forehead. Oh, hold up, hold up, forehead maybe, and that would be a very tiny amount. But like, what do the legs have to do with it? Either I'm, the, no, you're it right about that. My yeah, bad. You're right. right. I'm <laughs> saying. I'm saying like. Not every. I guess what I'm saying is this: not yeah, everyone that, that's five ten. That, but, but it's like we're talking tiny amounts, like whatever. It's, forehead. It's, it's the real concern. Is it, the yes, point I'm making. It, we're right. not big forehead guys. So I'm then, saying what what we're really finding out with quarterbacks is how high they can see. That's what you're measuring for. Yeah, right. Of course. So of course. ultimately, it really only matters where your eyes are. I, I don't disagree. Sure. Yeah. I just think it's one of those things where I think, again, for the most part, I think the foreheads are probably, again, maybe. <laughs> very, very. There's only mar- one way to find out. Marginal, I'll tell you that much. Marginal differences between people, unless it's just what we do. Yeah. Unless you assume that if they're five ten, you know their eyes are an inch or two below. Well, or an, an inch or two, you know. Right, but I'm you know an inch or two can that, matter. Yeah, I guess so. It look. Yeah. Why not? Sure. Like, like if we're gonna get all hype I just about don't think if there's he's a like, big difference. I think if you a guy's six foot, you know where his eyes are, just like you know where a six two guy's eyes are, and it's the same so thing. So I think this time of year we do get very wrapped up in like, well, he's six one and not six foot, and then you look at him right next to each other and you can't even tell the difference. Right. But if we're going to go down the silly road of like every I mean, you're a big hand size guy. I am right? a hand size guy. So yes. like ultimately if we're gonna go down the road of like extreme overreaction to extreme measurements, then I think the eyesight makes the most sense. I don't sense. hate it. You are right. That is probably going to be Marginal. mostly the same but for I, everybody. Look, look I, I'm saying that in a, I agree. Let's yeah. do it. Imagine like the I announcers co-sign. after the combine being like, you know, Bryce Young might measure 5'10", but his eyes are half an inch higher than, <laughs> than, than Drew Brees. So he's seeing more. Like, imagine that. It would be glorious. So I'm, I almost tweeted it, but then I didn't feel it's it. It's a good take. I think it is. I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't hate it. I, I don't. I don't know if it's necessary, but I don't hate it. Thank you. There you go. All right, like good. the combine. Yeah, well said. All yeah. right, let's. I don't really want to talk draft. I want to get in the free agency stuff. We've got lots of time for draft, but just a quick back from the combine. Like, you know, what what do you want to say about the combine? Well, I did my first mock draft. I saw. So yeah. I actually have a. I was going to say this for later, but sure, we'll just go with that. Um, here's what I want to know, because you said mock draft 1.0. I saw your tweet, and you yeah. said not going to lie. It's perfect. I think it you is. You gave yourself an A plus for it. I did, which I rarely do. So why are you going to do more? Because I know you're going to do 2.0 and 3.0 and 4.0. Like, why? You got it right. You should be done. Because... You should be done. It's it, over. Right. Am I wrong? Because deep down, what kills me in my life is I'm always chasing perfection. Uh-huh. And but this you is did pretty, it. You said perfect. I know, but... How can something that's perfect not be perfect? But it can always get better. But what are you talking about? What's it Jalen say? It's the journey. It's not about the but, arrival. But it can't get better and perfect. Well, give yourself an A plus. But there can be a new definition of perfect. Uh, maybe. Well, definitely. I see. I, I, I like what we considered perfect right a year ago. Might you not... can't say the 1.0 is perfect and then keep doing them. It's like, fair, what's the but point? but like also things change. Yeah, they yeah. they could sign somebody. They could so so my perfect today might not be my okay. perfect next. That week. was a good spin. Thanks. That was a good. Spin. <laughs> I got there eventually. <laughs> I got there eventually. Got there eventually. Yeah. All right, God, you want to do your mock draft? Kind of. So <laughs> obviously you do. You brought here, it up. Right, Go here, for it. Here would be my. I'm going to mispronounce his name, but here would be the guy that I think people are very much undervaluing. Khalil Cansey 
out of. Uh, I pitch. don't think after the combine, people are undervaluing. Well, anymore. but when I when I tweeted that because he's he a possibility, like a he combine. did. But when I tweeted that he's a possibility at ten, I got a lot of like, no way, that's way too high. Blah blah blah. Here's the thing: people have to realize he plays an extremely important position and does an extremely important thing well. He is maybe, maybe the best pass rushing defensive tackle. Now, Jalen Carter is certainly probably ahead of him, but there's all this Jalen Carter talk that he might fall out of the top 10 now because of what's happening with this off-the-field thing. So Khalil can't, and I know I'm mispronouncing his first name, I apologize, but Canty out of Pittsburgh is undersized for sure, but he has an electric first step. He gets right after the quarterback. He had eight sacks as a defensive tackle last year in college, which is really good since they play like, I don't know, 12 or 13 games. He played at Pitt. It's not like they were playing in... You know, the national, like they weren't playing multiple postseason games. So I think, and if you look at, I don't think you should draft for need, but ultimately when you're picking at 10, you have to pick an impact player. This was my issue with Jordan Davis last year, is that he would have to be an impact pass rusher to be worth the 13th pick. Kansi's best job, I mean, best skill is rushing the passer. And so a concern is, well, he's undersized, so they'll just double team him. Fine. If they're going to double team him, that's a win for everybody else on the line. So I really like Kansi at number 10. And then with my the 30th pick, I took Gibbs, the running back out of Alabama. I am in on a running back with 30th. I'm not like I'm not saying reach for one, whatever, but I think 30 is a great spot to take like an elite level running back prospect. I'm fine with it. Like I'm not I don't want them to do it. I think they have so many holes defensively, especially moving forward. And how he is keeps bringing up, look at all our draft picks, look at all our draft picks. To rebuild the defense. Like, the offense is yeah. pretty sad. No, and look, again, I'm, I'm fine with not I, it. I'm just in on it. I get it. I get it. And look, if they take a running back at 30, I'm not going to crush them for it. If they take a running back at 10, I don't care how good Robinson is, I'm probably going to crush him for yeah. it. But I wouldn't crush him at 30. I'd rather, if they're going to take a running back, they do it in the second round, personally. Yeah, and I, I would say the thing with Bijan Robinson, my ultimate opinion on it is, because I put in, and if you're new to listening, we have a Go Birds Twitter group, which has been very active. It's fun to see everybody like talking to each other. But I put in there, which has kind of turned into my safe space for takes. Like I'll put it in there first before I launch it love to the whole this. world. Look at this. Yeah. So, Look at so you. thanks. So I put in there. <laughs> I love that. If you're not watching the video, the people who are watching the video just got to see the the genuine smile yeah. on Ellie. It's such a safe space. <laughs> I can tell you love it. So if you haven't joined yet, you just go to Twitter, you search Go Birds Real Ones in the Twitter communities, and it should come up. And it's also on our Twitter page. But um so I put in there that I'm kind of getting into the idea of Bijan Robinson at 10. But here's what I ultimately decided. No mature organization takes a running back. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I agree he might be the 10th best player in the draft. I agree he'd be amazing with the team. It, it's, a, it's an instance where you just have to be responsible. You know, it's like when I'm looking at stuff I want to buy online, I know deep down I shouldn't buy it. And I look at it for days and days and I keep it in the cart and I relaunch the browser. But eventually I'm like, Elliot, you know you shouldn't do this. And so I don't do it. And this is what it is with B. John Robinson. He is a great player. He would be awesome in the offense, blah, blah, blah. We all know you don't take a running back. Yeah. You just, I, it, we just know it. Look, and I, so I told you I had a draft take to remind me about it. You didn't. My bad. Well, I, re- I was singing I at the end of the pod. I yeah, remembered. But it's all good. No worries. You know, because right. I didn't think we would do draft stuff early in the pod. I didn't either. Here we are doing draft stuff early in the pod. Um, uh, my draft take is, and it's more of a macro thing, but I just thinking about like, you know, the, the, the top pass rushers in the NFL, the top cornerbacks in the NFL, all that stuff. And I know this draft is heavy on cornerback. Take D lineman early. Like, yeah. just take D lineman early. I mean, you look at the best of the best in the league. Like, there's a lot of later round corners who are great. The Eagles, two guys they had last year, this past year, second and third rounders, right? Slay was a third round pick. Bradbury was a second round pick back in the day. 
like every single other than Chris Jones was a second round pick, like every single great pass rusher in the league was a first round well, pick. And also and most of them are top ten picks. And when you have a pick, especially this high in the draft, I feel like you have to maximize it on a position like this. Well, and I think that there's become, and I, we actually really are, are getting into draft now, but I think there's become this notion like you got to take a cornerback at 10 because you're losing James Bradbury. And there's truth to it. But guys, they're also losing their top four defensive tackles. Yep. The heart of the defensive line is a bigger need than the number two corner. I think this year showed the value of having a great number two corner because all teams have two great receivers now pretty much besides the Giants. But mm. oh, but the inside of the defensive line is a bigger need. They Again, their top four guys are gone. I know Jordan Davis is a top guy because he was a top pick, but he was the fifth defensive tackle yeah, no, last no. year. Milton Williams, probably the you know 5A or 6, whatever you want to call him. They need to draft, and, and when you pick this high, presumably you don't think you're going to be picking this high again. Like, this isn't their pick. They were acquired this. Maybe Howie is able to pull off a trade with a team like, you know, a team that you assume is going to be bad so that we also end the draft saying, well, this pick could be high. But in theory, they only have one first-round pick next year, and it's going to be theirs, and I don't think anybody thinks it's going to be inside the 20s. No. So, uh, again, unless to the point, unless Howie moves back from 10 this year and gets a next year's first, or moves back right. from 30 and somehow gets a first for that, which I think is yeah, unlikely. Yeah, those but, things. But, but you're not planning agree. on drafting at Absolutely. 10. Absolutely. So at 10, you have to get somebody. Look, I think positional value matters. I think positional need matters like 5%. But ultimately, what they have to do at 10, like trade up, trade back, whatever, they have to get a stud. Yeah, they it's have like to get a Devontae pick. Yeah, they had exactly, to get a, that's what we said the whole time. They had to get a stud. We were like, we yeah. would love Devontae, we would love whatever, but whatever dude you pick in this spot has to has to matter for yeah. you. Like, and he has to be an important this is player for you. Yeah, I think it's a great point. All right, let's get to the franchise stuff because today is the day. And I think you have a really, we just talked about on the radio, Elliot, check him out in the morning show Trying. every Tuesday, 745. Yeah. Elite. I'm getting I'm getting used to the morning call now. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's better than getting on at like 6 a.m. with Angela, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it used to be like a go-to. Hey, Elliot, hop on at 610. Well, the other funny thing is so, and I love I love Rhea Hughes. Lucky to work with her. So when when Angela was here, uh, she would text me. It would normally be like, hey, can you come on at 640 a.m.? Yeah. So I'm just now getting to the point where she texts me. I don't go like, like Ooh. An, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, now we'll still talk about Eagles or something yeah, fun, right? Yeah. But but when the 640 text was coming in, I was like, uh, never super This excited. is going to totally change my night and my yeah, morning. Exactly. Um, but I, th- I think your take on the franchise thing is, is really interesting because, look, we did a poll today of do you want the Eagles to franchise CJGJ if they don't come to a long-term deal today with him? And 71% of Eagles fans said they did. Crazy. And, and I think the crazier thing is whenever we've done it at the station, whenever I see people online doing it, beat writers, whoever it is, anytime there is a poll with the three big names of Javon Hargrave, James Bradbury, and Gardner Johnson, and we talked about it last time, I said I would take Hargrave as my first choice. I would too. And you would too. It is overwhelming. CJGJ, like I'm talking like 80% of the vote is him. And then Bradbury gets like two or five and, and Hargrave's like 15 or 20 or 10 or whatever it is. Like I get that he's younger and he's a nice player. And I know he's like outspoken on that, but like I want to get to the franchise stuff. But before we dive into what I think is an interesting take from you on the franchise stuff, just quickly with this CJG, why do you think it is that he is like far and away the person Eagles fans want back the most? So far and away. I think it's because he talks trash and he has a great personality. But is that really? And I'm I'm not killing. Well, not killing. Simple as Eagles fans that like we can't look past that and say, all right. 
No, look, he's yeah. a good player. But I'm talking for it to be that drastic. Not, it's like, yeah. Like, again, Javon Hargrave is a more important player. And a better player. And a better player. Like, yes, he's older. If you want to say CJ GJ over him because the age, I get that. But for it, it's I'm, I'm not reacting to CJ GJ winning these polls. I'm reacting to him winning these polls by 56%. I know. Well, and James Bradbury is a better player. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think with Chauncey, it's the age. I think he's an exciting player. And I, I look, we interact with Eagles fans all the time. We know that they are a, a smart group of people. But I do think that it's okay for an extent for a fan just to be like, I love this guy. Mm-hmm. So, so there is part of that, right? But ultimately, here's what Chauncey is. And, you know, it's not his fault he missed games. But for what it's worth, he did miss, you know, if you want to be real, whatever, like yeah. he missed. No, I think it was like seven, was wasn't it? Was it seven? I thought it was five. I thought Either it was way, more. Somewhere than, in there. Yeah. And again, freak injury, freak injury, whatever. But he did miss time last year. Um, ultimately, I also think it's somewhat telling that when the Saints traded him, they only got, they, they didn't get much for him. Fourth and a fifth or something? Yeah. So I think Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is a is a nice player. I think he is, you know, the, inter- the interceptions are hard to tell. Because on one hand, I go, that's a lot of interceptions. On the other hand, interceptions cannot always be the best indication of how good a player yeah, no is. Doubt. There's a little bit of, I don't want to say luck, but, but you there's know. There's some flukiness yeah. to interceptions. So I think he is uh, an above average slash good, maybe just under very good safety. I do not think he's somebody that should be top five on your team in cap hits. And if he is going to, they're not going to franchise tag him. They they are not going to franchise We'll get to that in a yeah. second. But, but if you're going to talk about paying a safety, like $14, 15000000 million a year, I don't know, man. I, I don't think that's good use of resource. I think that when you rank positions, if we were going to sit here on the pod and rank positions from most important to least important, I think safety would be near the bottom. Like it, you know, certainly. Look, just if you just did defense, linebacker would be the only position on the defense we'd say was less important yeah, than safety. And, and honestly, I I think there's a somewhat of a debate with that. I think having good linebackers last year, we saw that they do matter. So ultimately, if they pay Chauncey and he's back. Like I think he's a good player. I think he's a good locker room guy. I guess. I mean, he's he, he's a little he's bit of a, he's that, a little bit of a, a loose wild cannon. Card. Yeah. But you know, I think that I think what 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 I like about Chauncey is he is very much you know he will support the locker room. I don't think you'll ever see Chauncey throw another player under the bus, mm-hmm. right? But I also think Chauncey's somebody that if we're being real, if you're the head of security or whatever, you're not worried about him getting in physical trouble. But if you're a PR rep, you're yeah, probably worried like, about what he's going to say. What's he going to tweet today? It just right. happened. Yeah, this it just week. happened. Right. You know. So, so of the three, yeah, I, I, and I also think people want him back, and and I get that. But I don't know. I, I when I was down in Indianapolis, I did not get the vibe of. Chauncey is well, a Well, hold on. I want to get to that. I want to get to that. I also think one other thing with CJGJ, too, is the the uh, for the versatility, which is helpful and stuff, but I think people see Malcolm, a young Malcolm in him right. from that perspective, not the way I mean, he yeah, Malcolm himself. was a better player. Agree. Yeah. And I think the doc to Malcolm, I think there's something in this town with safeties where when we see a guy like that, we kind of are like, yeah. that's our dude. Let's go. Um, all right. I want to do the franchise thing, then what you heard at the comment about him, but just your general thoughts. You have a very strong belief that these guys are not getting franchise tags. So the yeah, look, I I never want to say zero percent because things change. But when I was in Indianapolis, the sense I got was this team is not using the franchise tag. Now, could something have changed in the last four days? And I haven't found that out. It's possible. But when I was in Indy, the sense I got was they are not using it. Now, why aren't they using it? Because let's be honest, well-run organizations do not use the franchise tag. Mm-hmm. I saw something on Twitter: the Cowboys have used it six years in a row. 
Cowboys are not a well-run franchise, right? <laughs> you the that. Giants, the Giants today are deciding: can they get Daniel Jones signed in time so that they can franchise Saquon Barkley? The dumbest thing you can do outside of drafting a running back at number two overall is franchise tag him, right? So, if the Eagles use the franchise tag, I would look. I would. I would almost bet my life that a player will not play this year on the franchise tag. Is there a chance that today at 4 o'clock— It's a leverage thing. It's a, is there a chance? Yes, but the tough thing about that is it's a leverage thing in the way that you, you the player technically can't negotiate with other people. But in reality, they, if they— You still have to sign to a deal or else you're stuck paying them that money. Them, but but you also—they hold $14 million. So if they if they franchise— ah, heading Trump, into free agency, And they too. only have $6 million right yeah. now. So I'm not I'm not sure of the rule if you have to have the $14 million in space, but they might have to clear space just to have it all on hold for Chauncey. Now, you would probably get that back when you come to a deal, but I, I do not think they're going to franchise Chauncey. I'm with you. All right, in terms of of the value of CJGJ to the Eagles, I don't think you're as hot or you're as expected because I do think that a lot of Eagles fans, if you so we the, the polls have been who would you keep? I think if you ask most Eagles fans which of these three are they going to keep, they would say CJGJ as well. I mean, look, I think Chauncey is closer to a replacement level player than he is a legit difference wow. maker. Wow. I, I think he's a good player, but again, he was out most of the year. Not most of the year, but he was out a decent portion of the year, and I think we all agree Reed Blankenship was fine. fine. Did he make some mistakes? Of course. He's an undrafted rookie playing in the first. But I don't think the secondary wasn't a map. They had the number one safe secondary in the league, and Chauncey missed a decent yeah, portion Reed of it. Reed made some plays. Reed too. made some plays. And I know people, like, Chauncey's a better player than Reed, but this is if, if it was talking about, you know, what should who should they play in the Super Bowl, then it's like, yeah, you play Chauncey. But now we're talking about positional value in like how much they cost and the reality is there's a chance Reed Blankenship is going to cost like 128th of what Chauncey costs he is not 128th of the player it's just not and when you're paying Jalen the money when you have to pay Devontae next year you have to be picky on where you're going to have to be like you know what we might have to get by with that guy in that spot and so if they sign Chauncey and it's you know I'll see the contract and react then I'm not saying signing him's a bad idea I just don't think if you have one big swing in free agency, and that's what I think they have. I think they have one big swing. I don't think it's worth using on Chauncey. Yeah, I'm I'm inclined to agree with you. Now, I think, look, we both said Hargrave is one we want back. You said— Yeah, someone told me in Indy yeah, that say he this. thinks— Someone in Indy told me that he thinks Hargrave might be the highest-paid non-quarterback in free agency. Which means that Javon Hargrave probably not going to be probably gone. Yeah. yeah. And- Unless the Eagles are really— but he's old. I, and like, look, you've been all older, over older. saying like, I, you know, I came into this free agency thinking like, all right, they're going to choose one of these guys and definitely keep them. Like the more this plays out, I definitely think there is a chance they might not keep any of these guys. I'm starting to, to I, come to your again. side with that. And I, I do think for what it's worth, I, and again, I am, I, I will figure it out. I'll be okay with it, especially depending on how they fill in those holes and stuff. But I think Eagles fans will be really upset if they don't sign one of these three guys. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, and I don't right know. Right or wrong. No, I'm yeah, just saying, I, I think that, yeah. that the, the response, again, it's been a real positive time for Eagles fans, as it should be. I mean, they just went to the freaking Super Bowl. They almost won it. They've done a great job. Howie's done a great job this last year plus, two years like we talk about. I think people are going to be annoyed, and I think well, it's going to be the first time in a little while we've had a little, like, how could they not sign yeah, these guys or whatever? Look, they're going to have to really nail these draft picks. Yeah, but yeah. 
I, I think of the three, and I think Sayamalu's right there in terms of like money. It wouldn't surprise me if Sayamalu got more money than Bradbury. Yeah. Uh, well, if that happens, there's a zero percent chance he's an eagle. Zero. Sayamalu? Yeah, if he gets that kind of money. Um they're just not they have Kim Jurgens waiting. They've got Jack Driscoll who can play guard at a good the level. Only, like the only counter I would give to you on that is they really value the line, they really value Stoutland, and just, they really value Kelsey. And I think all those things are in Sayamalu's favor. I get it. I get it. I just And he's, I, he's I, not super old, is I, he? What's he like? No, 29? it has nothing to do with that. Yeah. It has to do with paying when you have all these holes on your team, especially on the defensive side. Like I know you're like defense doesn't matter. You have to have a defense. I, I, like you I agree, have to roll out but, a defense with NFL players to play defense. But if they lose Sayamalu, you play that, Cam Jurgens. Okay, and fine. who knows how he is? I That's know, the, but you yeah. draft him in the second but, round. Right, but, but the offense matters more. Ultimately, I think Cam Jurgens yeah. can play guard. Maybe yeah, everyone maybe. who's watched him said, like the people who understand, like Richie's like he can play guard better than Smalo today. And now Richie is not a huge Smalo fan, right? But like maybe I'm just saying, ultimately for this I just team would be to floored. be floored, I'd be floored right. if they don't put any money into the defense and they re-sign Smalo for a big amount of money. I would be absolutely floored by that. Well, I think you should maybe be prepared to be floored. Uh, I, 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 I'm not saying that means they're going to sign Sayamalu, but I do not think they are going to like run it back with the defense. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm saying if they paid some Sayamalu a lot of money, I would be shocked if because that would mean they're definitely not signing any of these defensive guys. I would be floored. If they're well, like, all right, we've got one big free agent signing money-wise. We're giving $10 mil a year, $12 mil a year, $14 mil a year to one person. If it's Sayamalu, I will literally be floored. Like, okay. I will be as shocked as I have been with anything in this pod in a long time. So if I had to pick one of those four players to bring back, I would bring back Samuel. Like if I like got you one, would choose to? Yes. I if, think I, that's if I got crazy. one, let's say their money is almost the same oh amongst Oh my God, that's four. insane, This dude. team is only going to be as good as the offense next year. You need a defense, I know you though. need a defense. You need a defense. But the defense is not going to be Sayamalo at a point. was way more replaceable considering the guys you already have in the building and the freaking offensive line coach is the best in the history of the sport or whatever yeah, you want to say. Yeah, that's all fair. So you're saying you wouldn't trust Jeff Stoutland to figure it out at guard more than... The defense not having players? Well, this is crazy. But, but it's one player. I'm not talking about if you said if I could have the three one players player or the one better. player. Yeah. I, personally, I'm putting all my resources into defense this offseason. I'm drafting defense. I'm signing defense. Like the offense is set. You got a great offense, and they're going that I know that's not gonna happen. They will but, draft guys but, and all that, but like the offense will not be set if the offensive line's a problem. I, so my priority Again, I can't pay Samalo that kind of money when I, I you know that Cam Jurgens isn't a better guard than Simone. I don't. And that, that would be up that, to Stoutland. That, that Jeff just Trisco saying, can't fill in and, and give them look, somewhat if, the production of if Stoutland. Don't you trust Stoutland? Yeah, if Stoutland comes up to me, if I'm Howie, and Stoutland comes up to me and goes, look, Samalu's great, but I honestly think I can get by with Jurgens and Driscoll. Then yeah, of course, right? But the only the only point I'm making is in terms of what's going to make this team go next year, it's going to be the offensive line and the offense, right? So ultimately, I see your point about the defense, but the defense is just not going to be the unit it was last year. But that year. doesn't mean that you don't get good players. It doesn't. There. I you agree. Don't I'm just talking like about one it. player, though. I'm, I'm not right, talking about. But you're about... talking about. At, the point is, is you have to look at your team and say, all right, what do we have? What do we have in cheap guys? Where do we? Where do we have yeah, positions where I agree we can with that. we can backfill? Right. Right. They have guys on the offensive line who at least we think, look, Jack Driscoll. If nothing else, we have seen Jack Driscoll play guard at a decent level in the NFL. Right. Like yeah, he's been but, fine. Right. Yeah. Like, but the other part of this is. How are you going to feel if next year their center and guard are Jurgens and Dreskel? Obviously, I would prefer it to Kelsey. That's what, well, I'm saying like I, I, I would not feel comfortable going into next year. What is both, what it is with Kelsey? Like Kelsey's either. Yeah, but I don't so, think, I he's think going Kelsey's going to gonna be back. So do so, I. Yeah, so and that helps, of course. I'm just saying ultimately, 
and this is not a surprise. I mean, Jurgens is the guy who but. Kelsey handpicked. You don't think you want to play next to him? No. I, again, if they think Jurgens is good enough, fine. I'm just saying I need to feel confident in the line before I'm worrying about the defense. Uh, is all I, I'm saying. Again, I think I understand your point. I, you can't put everything in the offense, and nothing on the defense. Like you are, you but are I think go- that's already where point. it is. No, that's it's not where it is. I get your point. I, offense is more important, and I get that. Whatever. I think you go too far with it. I think you take it to a degree where, look, the Chiefs last year, yeah, they put an offense, but they still had some no, dudes yeah, on defense. They defense. still made plays on defense. And, and I'll say this. I think about it almost every day. Howie Roseman should wake up thankful beyond belief that Hassan Reddick is not, like, slamming the door asking oh, for a I new know. contract. I know. If Hassan Reddick was a free agent this offseason, oh my God. He, he might get, like, qu- not quarterback money, the dude is young, has double digit sacks three years in a oh, row. It's the best contract I, I in mean, the sport right now, or one of them at least. Yeah, dude, you know his base Outside salary like this year contracts. is like a million dollars. It's insane. He's like, and who knows? Maybe he will ask for a new deal. And if he does, Eagles pretty much have to do it. Oh, but yeah. man, they are. They should feel very, 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 very lucky that it looks like he's not going to ask for a new deal. Yeah, no, which I'm is foolish. You. Like if I was him, and I granted I'm bad at negotiations, but if I was him, I'd be like. I should be the top paid defensive end in the league, you know, and and he's not. He's like 18th or something yeah. like that. Well, it's insane. I would guess after another good year, and that that will absolutely True. happen. It's gonna be hard to. Ha- I mean, he's a great player, so who knows? But as we always talk about, when you're a player, you got to strike one night. Yeah. It's hot. I feel like the next radio show we do, we have to do an offense defense thing because this is just well, a, and I'm a not great... even disagreeing with you on yeah. it. I'm just saying ultimately, you're right. I probably go too far. I think you go too far. That's and I, I acknowledge that. I'm just saying. I know that for the team to be good next year, they have to have a great I like that you're line. even doing it with the Sixers now. I saw your tweet. Oh, I know, yeah. You're even throwing it. He's like, ah, defense doesn't matter. I mean, it's just, whatever. I we'll mean, do it. We'll do a pod. This will be a good, this will be, be our good. Go Birds radio All when right. we come back. Um, I want to get back to the the franchise tag today, the deadline first. Download the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. I mean, I mean, guys, it's just so rude. It's if rude. you haven't done it's it. It's rude. I mean, as we've we give said. you, like, literally... Free, hours and hours and hours and hours, well, and hours and also, of free content. It, it's it not even nothing. It's not you. even about helping us. It's it's about the fun of it. It's yeah, about it, the awesomeness of it. Imagine yes. if imagine if you had a great friend and that friend texted you all the time and was like, "You should do this. You should do this. You should do this." And this is like a great friend. You talk to him. Look, we talk to you guys multiple times a week, right? Yeah. And if your friend kept telling you <laughs> to do something, more than I talk to my family, exactly. Yeah. And you didn't do it at a certain point. I think the friend would be like, "Do you not?" Trust me. Do you like not care about my opinion? Right. We're so friends, I think right? when we tell you to download the Parks app, it's because we are trying to be good friends to you. I love this. Thanks. This, this is such a great point. Yeah. And that's all we're trying to do is help you out because it's so much fun. We have right. such a good time. And when you're watching these games, which we're going to do anyway, it's just way more fun having some action on it. Like last night's Sixers game, if you had a bet on any player over, you would have yeah, won. Yeah, I know. Just yeah. anyone. Well, Maxi's overs like are insane right now. Unbelievable. I would. I didn't. So I didn't bet last night. But I would have been curious to know what Jalen McDan or uh, Jalen McDaniel's over uh, was. It wasn't I mean, twenty. Like I'll tell you that much. He probably yeah, hit it in the first like minute, yeah. six and a half. Yeah, there's some opportunity yeah. to be made in the soccer stuff. Uh, Very fun. Action is back. Unfortunately, the first soccer bet I gave you did not hit. Yeah. It. Failed miserably. Very but, miserably. Yeah. Not only did they not win, they didn't score. Yeah. Not great union action. Especially no, after you were like, night, you're like but... goal score central. <laughs> I know. So that's to... the other problem with suggesting things to friends. Yeah, is, that's you know... true. <laughs> but that's why we bet yeah. just to have fun. And you can do it too. Download the app now in the app store, Google Play Store, or at betparks.com. Use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. First bet, $750 in site credit back. If it is not a winner, you must be 21 in President of Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so your official prediction, no franchise tag usage yes. today from the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. Okay. I would say, again, 2% maybe, but I would 
I do not think they are going to. Okay. Yeah. So how do you, like, let's get, so we are less than a week away from free agency. We got the Parks Picks pod later this week, but essentially the next pod we do, we'll be reacting to stuff happening. Like, it'll yeah, probably maybe. be like Tuesday, legal tampering's right. happening. Like, well, if, you know, maybe we'll do, you know, uh, we'll do the, you know, extra yeah, stuff we'll probably next emergency week, whatever, all that stuff. stuff. But, you know, we don't have that many more times before this gets really real. So, some predictions out of you. First and foremost, official prediction. Right. Do any of these three big names we're talking about come back to the Eagles? God, it's so tough. I, My gut tells me Bradbury. My wow. That's wow, that'd my be really gut. interesting, too, because that was the one at the end of the season everyone's like, well, he's gone. Well, here's, Of all of them, it was like, oh, be, he's gone. Here would be my, my rationale as to why. I don't think he's going to get like the seventeen million a year people think. I think he's going to be maybe closer to like ten or eleven. I think they don't like to go into the draft with major holes, and if they don't have Bradbury, you could argue it's a major hole. Now they've been comfortable with having that be a hole up until training camp, but I think Bradbury is good. I, I mean, they like him obviously, and I I don't know the Slate thing is is starting to feel weird to me. So that was what I was going to get. And to so next. I think if you have Bradbury locked up. Like, there is an ability to move on from Slate quicker. And maybe the cornerback that they take in this year's draft, maybe not at 10, but at 30 or ever, that's who you develop while Bradbury is your one. So I just, I think Hargrave is going to be too much. I think he is somebody that they would prefer to pay if possible. I just think he's going to be too much. And I just don't get the vibe on Chauncey. Maybe I'll be wrong. But so if I had to pick of the three, I'd pick Bradbury. Okay. Let's get to the Slate thing. And thus, the Matt Patricia thing. Yeah. You just take the floor with Matt I mean, Patricia. We'll okay. get to the Slay part of it because the Slay stuff is weird, and I want to hear your thoughts on what he had to say last week. Uh, you know, on his on his podcast, yeah. that all stuff. But quickly, the Matt Patricia rumor, which obviously, if Matt Patricia is coming here, it would be really weird if Darius Slay is is in the plans. After right. all, I mean, he has he has earmuffs one two three talks so much shit about Matt <laughs> Patricia publicly, like an insane amount of shit he has talked about his former coach publicly. Okay. So I, I have an analogy for this. Your thoughts on the Patrician I have an analogy for this. I might use it on air. I'll try it here. It's like my safe space. Tell Love me it. if you think it works. Or not. Okay. okay. Love it. So you watch Seinfeld. I do. Obviously. I have. And yes. a big part of Seinfeld is that George and Jerry will date girls. And they'll be like, you know, attractive. Like, they'll be great girls, but they'll be like, uh, she laughs funny. Or uh, mm-hmm. she's got yep. like this, right? The big hands. They're Right, random. exactly. So here's my view on the Matt Patricia thing. He's a linebacker's coach. So it's not like he's the head coach. He's not the defensive coordinator. The end of the day, it matters if you bring this guy in the building. Like Jerry and George can be like, oh, it's silly, whatever. These things bother them, so they can't be with these girls. The way I look at the Matt Patricia thing is you cannot bring this guy in the building. And if they do it, I think it's such a sign of a larger issue that, man, I... They'll make the playoffs because I believe in oh, Jalen and Nick. you off that take. Dude, let me tell you. <laughs> I think hiring Matt Patricia would be maybe maybe the worst thing they could do this. I, I can only think of a handful of worse things. Like like bringing Gettleman on as an advisor, I think, would well, be Well, that would, I mean, that's way Matt worse. Patricia. Uh, so here's... Well, okay. wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Here's the thing about Matt Patricia. He has been a... Uh, Jack Fritz is just ruining my Patricia. Right. Yeah. There it is. Any Andrew yes. Painter update, by the way? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You're not gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah. shame because I said I was gonna buy an Andrew Painter shirt. Yeah, that's your but fault. Okay. So, right, so Matt Patricia. Stream too. I know. Worst timing. I know. Reds. So Matt Patricia, <coughs> you cannot bring this guy in the building. 
if you like, there's, we're going to talk about the Slay thing, and that's part of it. When he was fired from Detroit, multiple players like were thrilled that guy was gone. He goes to New England, and I know he's a defensive coach that was in a weird role on offense and like Judge and whatever. It was a disaster. The dude is not worth hiring. He is not a good enough coach that it is worth bringing in that vibe into the locker room. And if they hire him, maybe it'll be the whole, well, we talked to Slay and he's cool with it and they'll blah, blah, blah. Bottom line is these two have beef. And Slay showed this week that, and I appreciate about him, he's willing to A, speak his mind, but he also like, you know, pointed a finger at Josiah Scott. Like in this season, next year is going to be rocky in the way that, the expectations are going to be high. It's going to be tough to meet them. There are going to be moments where things do not go as planned. And I cannot have somebody in that locker room that I know, and I'll say it, I know is a bad locker room guy. Matt Patricia is not somebody you want around your team. He was an issue in Detroit. The players hated him. It was a mess in New England. Darius Slay, if he's back, is a huge influence in that locker room. You like, You can't tell me, you can't tell me that he is not going to be on the low to guys like, yeah, Matt, Matt sucks, right? So you already have a new defense coordinator. You're bringing in somebody potentially that's a disaster. It would be, it, honestly, when I first saw it, I refrained from tweeting from it for a little because I thought it had to be a joke. It would, it would be so against everything Nick has preached. You know, connection, getting along, doing things for love. Are you serious with this guy? Like, it would be a red flag for the organization. It would be catastrophic. It would make me question everything about the organization. (laughs) Everything. I'm I'm not kidding. I think this would be the worst possible. No, I'm not. You are. I'm saying I think you are. This would be the worst possible move I think they could make this offseason. And for someone in, I have been, I've defended Howie. I've defended Nick when people were ripping him. I've defended the organization when people said they were a mess. If they do this, I'm going to be out for at least a week. Okay. I like that. I like at least a week. Originally, yeah. you said I'm going to pick them to not make the playoffs. You backed off that, which I yeah. appreciate. They're too good. Yeah. And Jalen's good, Jaylen's and I trust Nick. Do so, not do it. Here, here, do not do it. Here's where Matt. I don't want Matt Patricia. I'm not a huge Matt Patricia fan. Whatever. I think you're going way, way, way too far with this. That if they, first and foremost, I agree with the Slay thing. Look, I think if they bring Patricia in, it's a sign that Slay is gone. Like, yeah. and, and that's a different discussion because I think there's a real argument to be made that keeping Bradbury and trading Slay from a cost perspective and what you can do off of that makes sense. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, and so he's older. He's 32. He's going to be 33 this season. But you're right that there's logic to it. He's on the back end. He makes $17 million These guys fall off like that at that position. When they hurt a certain age and they lose a certain amount of speed or a certain amount of ability, it's like, boom, done, Mm -hmm. over. So like, I, I'm, I'm not necessarily like, I would be like, if that's the way they feel and they play it out with trading site, I'm fine with that. The thing with Patricia, I don't, I'm not a Matt Patricia guy. I think he's kind of a goof, all that. But, like, let's be honest. Like, there is not a single linebacker coach out there they will hire who is more qualified for that job. Like, not one. Not one person who has the resume that Matt... And, look, I know that the last few years have been bad and his Detroit job was bad. He won three Super Bowls as a coordinator. Like, and I know that's Belichick and I know that's Brady, but, like, you certainly can't say that a team can't win with Matt Patricia on it because they've done it three times. So, like, I'm, I'm just saying. And, again, I would not hire Matt Patricia. I would not. I'm just saying I think that going as far as you are going with this, the slay part aside, 
I think you're taking it too far. I think you're not bringing him in to be a defensive coordinator. You're not br- Lots of guys struggle as head coaches, then go back to being position coaches or coordinators and do a great job at it. Yeah, but lots of guys don't have the majority of their roster celebrate when they're fired. So you are right that he but is— As the head coach. Yeah, but I get that. That is a different but, but that's thing. A, but that's also about personality. So you're you don't right think that, he can learn from it? How he, how he got shoved in well, a closet, learned from it, and came back. You don't think Matt Patricia might have learned from the mistakes yeah, but, he made as head coach and can come back and be— a good position coach. Frankly, We're talking about being a linebackers coach, it's man. Not, it, to me, it's not about his ability to coach. I know he's the linebacker coach. He, he's he'll way be, overqualified he'll be at to be the linebacker. He'll be way every overqualified pra- to be the linebacker. Coach. Fine, whatever. Right? Like but, way overqualified. Fine, but he'll be at every practice. He'll be in the defensive meetings. He'll be in the defensive meetings with coaches, with players. He'll be interacting. So with how people. do you know Matt Patricia? Like again, all we Listen know is to Darius Slay as a head coach. And look, Slay's not necessarily the easiest well, guy to get along I, with. So with. Darius Slay's got his own issues. No, no, no. Like, I disagree with that. I I think there's an argument to be made. And look, Slay is active on social media, so maybe I see it more. But when Slay has a good game, I see more players from other teams tweeting about, congrats, Slay. He's the best. Slay, again, I've been in the locker room. I've done yeah, shows. players, but this is a coach player that maybe has issues with authority. But there's the, all kinds the of point stuff I'm with that. Is you won't find people, you will find way more people that don't like Patricia than you do Slay. That's fine. Again, like we like Josh McDaniels, right? And we yeah. think he's a bad head coach, right? Would you right? bring him in? No, listen to me, though. Yeah. He was in Denver. The exact type of things that were said about him in Denver were said about him in Denver. The exact type of things is Patricia. Like, even worse. Yep. That Rich o- Olenberger or whatever, that that thread he put out when he got the Broncos job yeah, was, it was like bad. It was bad. It was You know close, what he did? He went was... back to New England and was a great offensive coordinator again because he wasn't the head coach. Like, I'm just saying. And again, this, I, I, I do not want Matt right, Patricia. Right, you would not do it. I, I am not. It. I would not bring him in. I'm just saying, I do not think if they bring him in, and again, the Slay part is its own thing. We're going to get to that in a second. But I do not think if they bring Matt Patricia in, it is like, what a disaster. I'm not there with that. Like, I don't want him, but if they're bringing him in to be a linebacker coach and Slay's not here ultimately, if it's coordinated with a Slay trade away... But like it's fine, but whatever. The, but, but like when, when I think you're going when way we're too talk- far, being like it's it's culture killing, it's it franchise. I think it absolutely. Know. Do you know Matt Patricia? Have no, you been in a well, room we, with we him? We don't know any of these guys but like, that again, well. But, he was a bad head coach. He was a really bad head but coach. But he was also bad in New England last year. It was a mess As an last offensive year. Offensive coordinator. Uh, but, I'm, no, no, but I'm saying is it does not appear that working with this guy goes well. It they didn't won work. Three titles no, with I'm him. I'm talking before that, right? And for what it's worth, like let's not sit here and act. I mean. But no, but again, it was he, Belichick he, and Tom Brady. But he won. He won. He right. was a part. He was the defensive. And you said that Josh McDaniels has learned. McDaniels is terrible in Las Vegas. He like in Vegas. Up. I'm talking it, about a guy not being head coach. I that know, was my example. I know, I know, but, I'm saying someone could be a bad head coach, right. but a great coordinator or a great position coach. That's my whole point. But, but, so here would be my counter to that too, right? You're saying it's just a linebacker coach. Then why do it for him if it's not that? Because important. he would be. Oh, uh, he could be. An amazing and amazing, he find, is way overqualified. Go find another he, coach, not a coach that does not like. You're talking about his resume. Part of his resume is people don't like him. That that is part people of people in Detroit. People in New England love the guy. Uh, well, Belichick they're not bringing him back. back number one, and well, it doesn't seem Mac Jones and him got along. I'm just well, saying that, that's why the yeah. Mac Jones thing. But he's also well, a defensive coach. So the last two places they he's put him in a bad but spot. But I'm saying the last two places he's been, he has had issue with the players. Mac Jones he didn't get along with, and Detroit didn't get along with. So at the end of the day, when this whole thing, the whole 
thing they've built is built on like getting along with each other, you know, play for love. Like how many times again, on this- though, you are hearing a perspective. Have you heard Matt Patricia talk about it? Like again, maybe Nick Sirianni knows Matt Patricia. Maybe some like Desai knows him. Like how do you know Matt Patricia won't come in and and jive with? It's not like every player's always hated him. Like that's my point. Like guys in New England love the guy. Like I, do you understand what I'm saying though? Like I, I get your point. You're just making statements based on on one thing, right? And not taking into account the well, whole thing. But again, I think it's I think it's more than one thing. I think it's two things. It's in Detroit and it's his last well, in New England. Well, it's just the Mac Jones thing, and it seems like well, Mac that Jones matters. Well, Mac Jones didn't get along with McDaniel's either. Mac Jones, Mac Jones seems like okay. But look at the guys he didn't get along. along with. McDaniel's right. Uh, Patricia, hey, Joe like Judge, Mac, jo- Mac Jones walked off the field ripping the play call. Like Mac Jones seems like a bit of a, a nozzle too. Yeah. Like okay. that's certainly I, possible. I'm just right? saying. At the end of the day. And I know you're saying you wouldn't do it. So it's really just variations of disagreeing. I just it. think you're going too far. Yeah, I, it's variations of disagreement. Dude, I, I think you're going way too far like, by saying it would be five, like an indictment of the team and the organization I think, I think to bring if, in a guy who's overqualified to be a linebacker coach yeah, to be the linebacker if coach. If the Cowboys, Giants, Niners, Chiefs, whoever, if they hired, like the teams that we make fun of and don't like. I, I wouldn't, If they though. hired I Patricia, the I disagree. It's a linebacker I, I coach. think if, if, the, if the Cowboys hired Matt Patricia, we would get on the pod and be like, oh, man, that's a disaster. Not if they put the him into their linebacker is, uh, coach. The, the guy, I'm sorry. I just and think you're going way I, too far with this. I, Again, I, he's won three Super Bowls. Like, but He's won more Super Bowls than like, anyone else. If they brought him in, he would have the most Super Bowls on the Eagles coaching staff by three. Or like two, I okay. guess, because Stoutland has one. I, I just frankly don't put much stock into that because it was a while ago. He wasn't the main reason they won. Like, whatever. He was on the staff. And again, he, would, he, he wouldn't be a defensive coordinator here. He would be a linebacker's coach. But 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 it's it's about him being in the room. Do you see what I'm saying? He's still going to interact with you. But so again, you're what are we saying? Like, We're going to bring him in and it's okay. Like if he's other... like a disaster of players. Like, this is He what? was. He was a... I'm as a head coach. Right, but, but, but he was the, not the as a defense... No, the, when he was a linebacker's coach, when he was a position coach, he was great with players. They all f- freaking loved him. Right. That's why he got to be a defensive coordinator. Right. And that was a long time ago. But again, that's a, that's a factual thing, right? Like, I, yeah, it's a but, factual but it was, thing. But it was a long time ago. And I'm saying that while his position matters... So what? We're just going to be like... Within the last decade, man. I'm saying it was in like last year, it of was not. it we was know two jobs ago, right? So, but it was still the it was a it was that time was a way better representation of what he would be doing here than being the head coach of the Detroit Lions or an offensive coordinator in New England. But, but I also think right like, when I no, I don't think so because because we're talking about his personality. If you look at how he have you ever talked yeah. to Matt? But do you no. have any idea what his personality is like? Okay, do you have any idea? Do, we're going off what I a few that players anybody, said in though. Detroit. We could do that for anybody. But again, like we're going off just one thing in Detroit, where there is a lot of people in New England who loved him. So like, it's not, it's not. You're just taking one part of it and saying that's it, that's the thing. When there's other information there, that says that maybe it was a situational thing, maybe it was the power got to his head. Maybe there's a lot right. of things that he could learn from. I'm not. Like taking, you're just indicting I'm him not, based yeah. on this one thing. I am, and I. I am not I taking. Think that's a little. Uh, I, I, we I, usually I, we usually are a little more. Uh, uh, but you know, uh, take the whole situation yeah, account instead I, of just I, being I, like. Oh. I think I think it's a big part of the situation. I don't think it's you know talking about when he was a graduate assistant in college a few years. Like you know, it was it's talking about that when these last two places he's been have not gone well. But the again, last okay, two places. Hold up. Can we stop with the offensive coordinator thing? Like he's not going to be an offensive coach I here. I, no, no. But, he did Belichick a solid because Belichick. I agree need, with you that it's different. So the like, point enough I'm, with that. Like I'm the, talking you about, his, talk about the Lions thing. The, the last two things. No, no, like the, the, the last. Offense, he, was, he was miscast. He's the offensive coordinator. Of but, course, it's not going to go well. Put it this way, right? It's like Juan Castillo's the nice guy in the world. He sucked as an okay, offensive coordinator. Put it this way. I could put you in any job in any organization, and I would guarantee you, no matter how unqualified you were, how whatever, 
people would not leave there saying, I don't like James. I guarantee it, right? So I get your point about the offense, but ultimately it's about the person. And you're right. I don't know him. This isn't a personal thing for me. He might have been humbled. Maybe, How do you know he wasn't humbled by I'm the Detroit thing? The comes back That's being what I'm like, saying. But again, we can't talk to him. Like, don't you trust Nick Sirianni, Mr. Culture, Mr. Connectivity? And stuff, don't you trust him to, to I thought talk I did. to but I, so how can you not though? You're not in that room with him and Patricia. How do you know what Patricia's because, saying? How do you know well, what Patricia's? I to, again, to me, I'm not in a year that already is going to be tricky to navigate. I'm not bringing in a guy that I have to question. There's tons of look. I understand your point. I'm saying like Nick Sirianni, if they bring him in, doesn't question him. Like you know what I mean? Like they they if, feel yeah. com- well. Or what if what if like and again, there's tons of variations of this. What if? Sean Desai really wants him, and Nick's like, "Are you sure?" Like, I don't know about Sean Desai. Maybe Nick of trusts. Not, but again, right. Nick has to. You know, we right. have to trust Nick with that, right? I just think at a basic I mean, level, he chose Desai over Denar right. Wilson. Do we trust him to at, make that at, call? At a basic level, right? I get that you wouldn't do it, and I wouldn't do it. I think that's kind of all that matters. I, I look, you know, I, again, like, I'm I'm talking about how right. far you went with it. Well, I, it's because like, I feel strongly said, about it. I know, but yeah. you said you wouldn't. The Eagles, as an organization, they're yeah, bad organization. No, no, no. I said, I, I, I said, I just it, think you took it way too far. I'm saying point. when, 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 like, look, when people make decisions that you question, if you have a big track record, of course you're like, wow, it's a bad decision, but I still think he's like a great guy, right? I'm not saying I'd be out on the Eagles forever. I'm just saying it would be to me, in like an alarmingly bad decision that I would not expect them to make. Okay. Again, in, 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 I, I in a year for, with I, so much turnover, again, I, I just don't think worried. it's that bad. I would not hire him, but I think if you brought, I think he's insanely competent for the job you would be putting him in. And again, I, don't, I agree. He and he, I don't know him. And, and and again, he has not been a a locker room issue for three teams that won the Super Bowl. So yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, I get your point, but there is evidence to say that having Matt Patricia on your team does not stop you from winning football games. I agree with that. I'm not saying they can't win because of him. I'm just saying. I want this dude as far away from my team. That's yeah, just my it. preference. That's I, your, have, I get I it. Have, I just think you've gone I too far. I have less than zero interest in hiring Matt I get Patricia. it. I, look, I don't want him either. I just think you go yeah. too far with it saying it's like this well, all-time disaster. I, yeah, I, I feel strong. It would be like... I could tell. I could tell. It would be All maybe right. the worst decision I've seen them make. In- and again, I think that's crazy. We're talking about a linebackers coach. All right. Um, and, and again, a linebackers coach. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think like, keep way him away. Too far, way too keep far. Keep him away. Way too far. All right. The slay part of it. Because... Look, I you know the the you know he did call Josiah Scott during the season after the Super Bowl like that that video on his podcast was, I mean, one I, of the dumber things that. Uh, I, see, it is funny because I don't feel strongly about that. Talking about how good the secondary played in the Super Bowl, dude. You guys stunk. Well, you got your asses beat. You couldn't stop Mahomes once they, in the well, second half. Like, what an impact! I guess one time and they threw a flag. Well, I'm you saying they gave up 180. Uh, again, I would have so done dumb. it. I would have so done dumb. it. It was it was about as dumb a thing a player has done in like without doing something really bad. Like, right? And I remember. I mean, like the tone, lights, camera, action. Like we own them. Like he sounded like a freaking moron in that video, and I think every single Eagles fan did not like it. There were just degrees of not right. liking it, but every single Eagles fan was like, bro, like, you sound like an idiot right now. So, and, and again, I do think that, you know, and I don't, I didn't take it this far, but it is calling out the coaching staff. It is calling out the defensive line. You know, he's saying like, we did our job, not why we lost, like calling out whatever, you know, it's like saying, hey, don't blame us. Like, it's just a weak look, especially when I'm sorry, you guys were a big part of the reason you lost the football game. So so I, I wouldn't have said it if I were him, right? Uh, I just don't think it's worth it. Like, what what's the benefit? I mean, he has a pod, and 
you know, I wouldn't have said it. I don't think saying that the, you know, the secondary played well is a good look. I, I do think to a certain degree it's calling out other people. I mean, he's not wrong that they only had 180 yards, but whatever. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't what about have passer rating. Had Mahomes. Yeah, look? I mean, like you I, know, again, it's like the defense they just didn't play well. Do the that defense much. didn't play yeah. well. Yeah, the D. De- I we've it was you know, annoying. The, it yeah. annoyed me that Slay did that. Yeah, that's fine. And also, like in general, can we be honest? Like Darius Slay wasn't that good this year. Like he was really good to start the year. He had a great first like eight weeks or whatever. We're talking DPOY. He didn't even make an All Pro team by the end of the year. It is wild, Brad. Like it, it, over he him. Was, he not was saying fine. That was wild, like yeah. Slay was good. Let's say he was good. All right. I think he was. More he than was him. not good. great this year. He was not. He was not a well, superstar player. I. I mean, I, like, I, I think he was probably one of the top six outside, like, number one corners in the league. So, I don't know. Okay, how so would you define to, uh, that? That's fine. He yeah, was, wasn't, he wasn't an all pro. Yeah, so you're right. He wasn't it, an all pro. He technically wasn't one of the top six. He wasn't one of the top. Well, wait, there was four, isn't there? I guess there? it'd be four. Yeah. yeah so, 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 yeah. But whatever. Like, I think Slay, to your point, I, I think Slay was, was real. I mean, he was awesome against Justin Jefferson. Like, I, I don't think there's any game I can think of. I guess maybe the Cowboys, they picked on him a little. Yeah, but Slay, Slay was, had. I don't know, a B plus, A minus year in my book. But that aside, yeah, I, I agree. Like I, I don't get the benefit of doing it, but I also think where this team is at, I remember being in the locker room after the game, and I thought they were sad, right? I think they've now moved to mad, and I think you're seeing that in the way that they're mad they lost this game. You see the Chauncey tweet about Gannon. You see AJ talk about it on different pods, you know, like talking about the pun, and he knew it, whatever. And I, I think now they're mad. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say it. And I don't think... Look, he has his own pod. He's had the pod all year, and this is the first time we're talking about something he said. So he's probably been pretty good on not calling guys out, but he did point a finger at Josiah Scott somewhat, which I didn't love after that Dallas game. So yeah, I wouldn't have said it if I were him. But I'm I'm not. I mean, look, I'm worked up about the Patricia thing. You're worked up about this, so it's different. And ones, again, but. I'm not that worked up. I, I just thought it was so dumb. Like I thought it was such a dumb thing to do. I thought it came off as weak. I thought you know like. It was just so unnecessary. And I know you're trying, you can defend your guy. You can go at Juju without saying that, yeah. without being like, oh, we but I, I think guys. like I think this is what they're going to battle next year. What they're going to battle next year is there's a lot of baggage now. So all right, I know. And you. that's why you've talked about wanting yeah. new blood in here. So wh- how do you think this like, things plays out? Like, because, you know, we have, we really are like, oh, these three guys and this now, if they trade Slay, it does change the, 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 yeah. the structure of it all and all that. Like, well, so the Slay thing, Darius, is Darius Slay going to get traded? Point blank. <laughs> well, look, D Gun, who I think is one of the best Eagles insiders of the past whatever years, I guess said something on his pod a week ago, like hinting maybe. So I think when D Gun D Gun says something, you listen. Absolutely, right? you do. Um, but also, you know, let's let's just look at it. He has a seventeen million dollar base salary, and there's still time, but they haven't redone that yet, right? So there is. The Eagles only have $6 million in salary cap space. It, it was like last year when they didn't redo Hargrave, who had like $14 million, It was it was noteworthy to me. You and thought now, they were going to, And remember? now it looks yeah. like Hargrave is now gone. Now it looks like you should have re- redone it. it. Well, A, it looks like, yes, you're right. But yeah. also, to me, that was, this a is not a player. That, yeah, yeah, that we don't have so, budgeted for long term. Yeah, because it's so it's so easy to, uh, to redo that. So Slay has a $17 million base salary. If they don't redo that, like, I don't know, within the next before free agency, I think he's. I think there's a chance he's gone. Yeah, it's like you always and say. Again, it's like if they him bring and Lane, in Patricia, right, him and Lane are the only ones. That yeah, and Lane's really... not going anywhere. Now no, Lane no, no, is no, 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 yeah. no, I'm talking about that they can extend and yep. free up cap. Those are like the two. Those, main... are, those are the only. Two. Yeah, that's my. I point. think they're the only two players that have a base salary over five million. I could be wrong about how, that. But... So is it just a bunch of dead cap? Like, how do they have this much? Because it. Yeah. 
Like, they, how do they have this they have much? Forty-seven million dollars in dead cash. God, that's tough, man. That really is tough when you're you're getting up against yeah, it. I, think I know you always say, "Don't worry about the dead cash." There'll be an interesting discussion. Maybe no, I know, but there is an interesting discussion to be had about at what point is it too much? Yeah, you know? well, and also, I mean, it's like twenty percent of the cap yeah, right well, now. And obviously, they're not going to now. I mean, you got Jalen and all that, but like that's that's what twenty twenty did and allowed for the build up to 2022 was the idea. All right, we're going to just take a hit. Like we're going to just be like, this sucks. We're mm-hmm. not going to be as good because of this. We're going to take the hit and then we can clear it up more moving forward. Yeah. Like they're in that point where when you keep building up all this dead cap, like at a certain point, it's like, it's too big a hit to yeah. be able to build a roster, out, so, especially when you pay Jalen slays the one where it's, you know, and we do this too, where it goes, if there's a surprise move, it's probably not a surprise anymore. Cause we yeah, talked right, about it. Yeah. But you know, if there's a, a Schefter tweet out of nowhere being like, they're trading them to wherever, it wouldn't, you know, I think there's probably like a 30% chance. Okay. Because you could, you could take that money, you could sign Bradbury, you could then, like, there's things you can do with it. And I, I think as good as Slay is, look, he was voted team captain last year, all these things, it's a lot of money. And they have to do something with it. Slay's not going to pay, I would be floored, not floored because it's the last He's year. He's not going to pay deal. on this one. I would be really surprised if he played a $17 million base salary next year. So something's happening. Whether it's redoing his deal or trading him, I, something's going to happen. All right. You have your meeting in one minute, which you will be late for. But let's yes. get to our final thoughts before we get out of here. Because okay. you've got notes. And I, I don't want to shirk the final thoughts. Okay. You ready for this? Elliot, just so everyone knows, he said he would be late for the meeting. He was okay with it. But we yes. are. The meeting starts now. I know. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's fine. So I think Ted Lasso is a great show. It I'm is. watching the second season again. I'm enjoying it. I, again, I mean, I'm watching it for the first time. So the time. third one's coming out, what, like next week or yeah. something like that? I gave it another chance. I didn't like this. I didn't like the first episode of the, the second season, so I gave up on it, but I've come back and I'm like, oh, yeah, almost I forgot. I gave you crap for yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ted Lasso to me is kind of close to a kid show. I think it has a lot of elements of a kid show. There are jokes mm-hmm. that are adult driven, obviously, but there's kids' movies that have, you know, hints at adult. They, they just go a little far with it. But I think, like, a lot of the humor is kid related. I think a lot of the plot and a lot of times are kid related. I think that the endings of episodes are very kid related. I, I think that it's somewhat of a kid show. Well, so I know what you're saying. I think it is. I think it is kid friendly. I think you could watch it with your kids, you know, because it is, you know. Yeah, like Ted Lasso is like a kid character. Kid, yeah. In a way, yes. Yeah. But. But there are a lot. Yeah, themes, no, there's the, there are some things I mean, the you know. Like with your the kids. divorce, his sadness, yeah, yeah, his him sure. being like the happy clown. Like there's a lot of stuff yeah. that is like deep thought type stuff. There is deep human psychology, emotion type stuff in that show that that that, that is simmering under the surface and that is talked about throughout. That is not kid friendly. Yeah. So I get your point. It is a, a kid friendly show, but I wouldn't call it a kid show. I I think it's. You're right. I think it's close to a kid show, though. Okay. Like, it's not far off from being... They would have to make, like, a few minor adjustments, and it could be, like, airing on Nick Jr. <laughs> yes. Sure. Yeah. Let's go with it. Okay. That's good. Thank I'm you. Out, yeah. Um, so, I have a, a longer one. I'll save that for Thursday, okay. just because you are up against it. So, I'll just do it. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, two quick ones. This is both quick. I just want to give a shout-out um, to uh, Tnuts222 okay. on Twitter, uh, tweeting about basketball to me. Just All a shot. Right. If you've not seen baseball, movie's hilarious. Like I think I've seen it. It's the South Park guys. Way yeah, yeah back I know one. what it is. Yeah. Super underrated movie. Yeah. Just want to get that out there. Baseball is hilarious. Like huge fan of baseball. Um, I'm going to save my my deep longer thought. Um, here's my one thought. Um, can we stop with the like? Whenever a team signs a guy, they got to do the graphic thing. Like I saw this graphic yesterday. <laughs> All right, ready? It's here. It is. I took a picture of it. Like it's the. The Saints playmakers look out. And it's like Derek, oh, Derek Carr, Carr, Alvin yeah. Kamara, Michael Thomas, who hasn't really played football. Yeah. Like Chris Olave, nice player, and Taysom Hill. Like, no, 
Well, it's like, like we don't need a graphic because Derek Carr's a saint. The, the, the table, the table slamming Stop! is back. Like enough with the. Oh my God! Look out for the Saints. Yeah, that's a fucking eight-win team right there. So, Great earmuffs. It was pul- like belatedly. Do you remember? Like, really. Just enough of this. Every time, it's got to be like, look at how great this team is. When it's right. like, like a guy you've heard of, and then like three other dudes. Like enough. So it reminds me of when the Eagles had like Marquise Goodwin, Deshaun Jackson, and it was like who, like who's beating Carson this? Wentz is well, playmaker. No, and it was like who's beating this four by four in a race? It's like yeah, yeah they're fast, but they're, at the same time, yeah, they're cool. you know they they I don't think maybe they caught Can one they catch to, or, yeah, yeah exactly. No, I'm with you. So. so enough. Enough. You don't have to do this. Every time someone goes somewhere, you don't need to do that. That's right. My, that's my point. Yeah, feel good about I agree. Going. Thank you. I feel really good. About I mean, you know, uh, so here's how I agree with you even further. I think it's okay for teams to do it. I think like oh, when, teams is yeah, a different. Yeah, I'm ESPN talking. I'm talking. That was, stuff, e- that was an ESPN yeah, tweet. Yeah, yeah. That was an ESPN. I agree with you. Yeah, teams yeah, yeah. can do it T- totally. It's like ESPN Bleacher Report, whatever it is. Like, look at this. Yo, oh, right. who's going to stop these guys? Everybody. It's Derek Carr. A lot of teams I, are going to stop him. I agree. Thank you. I agree. Really about it. All right, go to your meeting. We'll be back Thursday. Parks Pick Spot and a lot more. Yes. Uh, until then. He's Elliot, I'm James.